well, well, how do you know we're all climbing the same mountain, right? How do you, how do you know that? How, why is it that you have a picture of the whole mountain and you know God's up at the top, obscured from our view, right? How do you know that? Um, that it seems to be that seems to be a claim beyond what you're claiming that I can have, which is I can only have a, a perspective of down at the bottom here. Welcome to this week's Prepared to Answer podcast. My name is Sean Walker, and I invite you to join Scott as we begin a two-part podcast on pluralism. This week's topic addresses the question, don't all religions ultimately lead to God? This clip is actually taken from our Gospel and Culture series. It's a brand new, dynamic, flexible online series that will help you understand, speak intelligently with love and compassion to current cultural issues. Issues like gender, identity, transgender, and pluralism. To find out more, visit us at preparedtoanswer.org slash gospel and culture study. But for now, we invite you to sit back and enjoy. And you've probably seen this picture before. How many have seen this picture before? The elephant, right? This is the classic, this is the classic argument against the notion that you can have a full picture of the truth when it comes to God, because because really we're all like these scientists. We're all we're all limited by the scope of our perspective. And of course, with blindfolds on, each of them are limited in terms of investigating the elephant by by the perspective of their touch. They can only experience so much of it at one point, and because they can, they all come to different conclusions. Um, well, as we look at that, let's just start to think about it for a moment. What's the hidden assumption in this objection itself? That you can see the whole elephant. Yeah. The person who presents the objection itself is, is, is suggesting that while our perspectives are limited, they have enough of a perspective, they can see the whole picture to know that I can't see the whole picture. They're claiming, you see, there's an elephant there, and you can only see part of it. Well, how do you know there's an elephant there? Why is it I can only see part of the elephant, but you, you can see the whole thing to know that it's actually an elephant, or that it's actually something too big for me to, to understand and know? What you are doing is you're, you're, you're denying the very claim you're making by making it. And so uh, there's, there's always an assumption hidden there when people want to deny the ability to be able to see the truth. It's, it's, it's just kind of packaged in the objection itself. Here's another way it's often pictured, right, is that, is that our spiritual journey or the pathway to God is kind of like climbing a mountain. <coughs> Where, where God is, you know, he is the ultimate whatever. He is the ultimate reality that exists. He's God, which is so far beyond what any of us mere mortals can comprehend. It's like he's on the mountaintop. And I like this picture because it's just a cool picture of how the mountain's obscured by the, the cloud formation. It's like God's at the top of the mountain, but our perspectives are all limited because we, we live down here at the bottom. And what we're doing is we're just trying to climb the mountain to eventually one day get to the top, but none of us has a, 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 a bead on the final destination or what's ultimately up there. But there's a hidden assumption here, too. What's the hidden assumption? Well, one of them is that all the religions are trying to do the same thing. Right. And like I, I'd say Buddhism doesn't have the concept of God in particular. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, the, the, the assumption here is that well, well, how do you know we're all climbing the same mountain, right? How do you, how do you know that? How, why is it that you have a picture of the whole mountain and you know God's up at the top, obscured from our view, right? How do you know that? Um, that, it seems to be, that seems to be a claim beyond what you're claiming that I can have, which is I can only have a, a perspective of down at the bottom here. So 
it seems to be a, a faulty assumption in knowing that God's at the top in the first place. But how do you know that? So how should we respond when, when, we, when we encounter this? And I mean, we're going to encounter it in different ways. Uh, you'll either encounter pluralism at the level of, of individual dialogue with someone of another faith. And you'll be walking around what feels like the, these eggshells of not wanting to tread across this the sacred ground of suggesting that, that your faith has a claim on the truth about God that their faith does not. Um, and so I, uh, when, when, when I'm having those kinds of conversations, I tend to be as, as sensitive as I can and not try to be abrasive. Uh, sometimes you have to be a little more, uh, you know, just careful in how you talk and you're dealing with an individual and their feelings here versus dealing with an idea set where if someone wants to debate with me and say, look, you, can't, you Christians can't claim this because everybody has a belief about God and we're ultimately all going to the you know, same destination, then I'm going to use arguments a little more differently. Um, however I address them, though, I think there's, there's a, some really good instruction we get from the Apostle Paul in uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2 when it comes to responding to, to these kinds of issues. And this is what Paul says to Timothy. Uh, he says, and the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but must be kind to everyone, able to teach and not resentful. Opponents must be gently instructed. And, and I think right away, Paul gives us what I think we ought to always remember should, what should be our posture when we're engaging with people in, in talks about faith or belief. Even if they're not being kind, Paul calls me to be kind. And ultimately, I'm not interested in winning a debate uh, I'm not interested in being quarrelsome and walking away and feeling as though I, I got the upper hand in the conversation. Um, rather, it's, it's kindness, and my posture needs to be a gentle one. I need to gently instruct for this reason, in the hope that God grants them repentance. Because no matter how, how compelling an argument or how clever I may be able to frame my argument cleverly, um, I can't change a person's heart and mind. I can't do that. That's God's prerogative. All I can do is bear witness to the truth of the gospel and then allow the Holy Spirit to go to work. Only the Spirit of God can open a person's eyes to accept the truth of the gospel message. So, so first of all, remembering my posture towards the person, but at the same time, in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth and that they will come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil who's taken them captive to do his will. And I think this is a great balance here because some, sometimes our, our tendency or our temptation may be to err on the side of kindness. You know what, if I'm just kind to them and, and just love them, then, then th that'll be sufficient. Except that God's prerogative and his God's desire is to grant them repentance so that they'll come to a knowledge of the truth. So somewhere in there, I need to also communicate the truth. And we kind of touched on this a couple weeks ago in, in finding that balance between grace and truth. So anytime I'm talking uh, to someone, I need to keep these two things in check, that I'm always dealing with a person, but that, but that my responsibility and the way that I love them is by communicating truth to them uh, so that God can go to work on their hearts and minds. This podcast has been a ministry of Prepared to Answer. Our mission at Prepared to Answer is to help prepare, equip, and encourage the Church of Jesus Christ to grow in confidence of faith by teaching Christians to think like Jesus. 
to access more resources to help you begin understanding life and the world around you with the mind of Jesus, visit our website at www.preparedtoanswer.org. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at at prepared to answer or contact us directly by email at info at prepared to May the Lord bless and keep you.